Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. show i am the big guy ryback happy thursday ladies and gentlemen streaming live on instagram and tiktok the big guy ryback 22 appreciate you guys joining on those platforms over here streaming live as always on ryback tv where you are the co-host of this show the ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes super chats are always greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen health fitness supplementation pro wrestling sports and anything and everything in between this podcast is available on all audio platforms, podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. If you listen on iTunes, please go over there, leave a review, write a review. Greatly, greatly uh, appreciated on, on, on all ends for that. So, so thank you to our audio listeners. This show is brought to you by my Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women, he, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. In honor today, guys, that went out on our text message and our email newsletter that I, I really encourage you guys to sign up for. It's no spam, just a huge discount every week. The email is my message of the week. The text message will either be a condensed version of that or just a straight up discount, depending on what the message is for the week. Uh, but this week's message was in honor of Secret uh, in sharing that story of her life uh, and the celebration of her life. And so today's discount is 35% off in memory of Secret uh, for all of our our text and email subscribers and all of you listeners of the Ryback show save 35% until midnight Pacific discount code secret three, five secret 35 guys on all the merch, all the feed me more nutrition on there. And also now the free gift is our feed me more nutrition premium shaker bottle with this, the, the black feed me more nutrition logo. My logo is washing off. This is one of my older ones. I've got probably 10 of these things all around the house, if not more. I've got, I've actually got a whole cupboard full. So, uh, but yeah, you get a free shaker bottle here. These last, not one of them is broken on me in years on these, on the black version. And uh, so check that out, guys. Yours absolutely free. 35% off feedmemore.com. Hope everyone's having a great day. We're off to a great start here at old Casa de la Big Guy. Just took the dogs for their morning walk. Got a, a lot of the morning work done. And I've got to, I've got to, right after this show, got to go uh, train, got to, got to do a big chest and, and conditioning workout, uh, got to get some shoulder rehab in, not going to have time to finish the entire shoulder rehab, got to then hurry, throw on, make a quick meal, my, my probably steak and potatoes and some green beans, shower, eat, get ready, and then turn around, I'm doing the K100 show with Conan and, and Disco today, 
Uh, that's around 2.30 recording. And I don't know when they release it. I'm, I think they record and edit. So I don't know if that will be on later in the week or next week. Next week's show. I know they do. I think they do multiple shows on there as well. So looking forward. I haven't talked to them in a bit. And uh, now that all the trademark BS and everything is out of the way. And we're now, you know, uh, yesterday was a big day with my attorney and, and getting Twitter and TikTok to admit they, they've literally admitted they had my accounts locked. And, uh, and that is going to be very valuable information for a later time. Twitter, Twitter looks to be uh, doing a lot better than it, than it had, um, getting more impressions. But a lot of damage has been done also uh, when people don't see you for seven years regularly. Um, and then it, it could be it could take a long time to, to actually start getting impressions up higher. The good news is Instagram, even though we've not heard back, the Instagram account in the last couple of weeks, uh, something has happened where I've gone from getting 150,000 to like 200,000 or 250,000 views. I'm now up to getting 8 million views per month on Instagram, uh, which believe it or not, actually Sir TikTok, which used to be 75 to 100 million views. They took me all the way down to one to 2 million on there. Uh, one, two, three million in that end. Uh, but with a lot of posts where I post and they only get like 50, 100 views hours in just not being distributed. It's because the account is locked and it's being suppressed. Um, but uh, we're waiting. The, the, the letters have gone out. Uh, I am still going to go down in person and go talk to these companies because I would like to handle this amicably and, and get this resolved uh, for, for the amount of time. Because the, the big issue here is so there's people just to give you a little more information on this. Um, WWE most likely, uh, and this is a big reason too why I changed my name and to, to beat this. And this is where these companies at WWE, they're not smart. I believe they probably said when they wanted my social media accounts and they didn't get them, they probably sent a trademark notice to the social media companies and saying that I was infringing on their trademark, which I'm not, it's my social media accounts. Um, when I legally became Ryback Reeves, that all went out the window. I own the big guy. I own Feed Me More, and I was more, and I'm legally Ryback Reeves. There was no, there was no issue. There's no, and even say that they that that was, they they thought that that was a loophole. The social media companies lied to me for seven years, saying my accounts were this and that, until one of them finally admitted it was restricted, which was huge. We got all this stuff is saved in evidence, by the way. These companies, all the analytics are saved in evidence. And now, now we've got even more information. And now and we have WWE's intent. They wanted my social media. We have proof of intent, right, with all of this. They're beyond ignorant if they don't think that I'm coming after them. I swear to God on my life, I'm going to come after them with everything that I have at the right time. I swear to God. I don't care that things are even being made right. But I'm going to go in person. I'm, I want to try. I would like to go talk to these companies in person. And I would like to get this resolved. Because I believe I am owed. I am owed for this. And if not, then we will we will take this to, to the courts and we will see what a jury thinks I am owed for this. And they are they are out of their minds trying to keep this calm if they don't think that this is the route that I'm going to go after everything they have done. So I thank all of you for your love and support. I had people messaging me saying, oh, I thought you were crazy, this and that. And uh, I apologize. And I just block. I don't give I don't care what you think on it. I don't care that you 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 can't look at have common sense and logic uh and and and, and you don't want to believe me because you're in, so insecure with yourself. That's on you. And I'll continue to block and keep moving forward and if you choose to want to believe and support great and if not no hair off my back. It's not going to stop me from doing what I've been set out to do and what I've been doing from the start and uh, I'm hungrier than ever. 
body's doing better than ever. We're going to get cleared, going to talk to the doctor, get that clearance date, and, and hopefully very soon, very soon, and, uh, and, and there will be no stopping me. There'll be no stopping me, and that's where we're at with everything. So, <clears throat> But their WWE Endeavor, they have every right to be scared. Every right. I'm telling them publicly I am coming after them at the right time. The moment all this is over and I'm, I'm back in this, I'm coming after them with this because this is you have decided to mess with a man, a man's family, my business, my life, my reputation, my reputation, my the perception of me, everything, everything that I've been telling you, I am proving to you. And that is why I posted that stuff yesterday. And these companies, I want to resolve this amicably and I want to have conversations. I've asked them for years to have a conversation with me. They won't even do it on the phone. So if they, if I will go in person. If they refuse me in person, then we will proceed to the next step. And I will know on my end that I at least tried. I at least tried to go and do this and, and resolve this peacefully and, and say, Let, let's get this figured out. And so, and I'm hoping it gets Elon and I don't listen. And I'm talking with Twitter and Elon. I don't, I don't hold Elon responsible per se with this, but I do think it's Elon's responsibility to look at everything because Twitter was seven years straight on that with no breaks. He needs to look at that. And I, I have a resolution that I believe in, in whether I don't believe Elon, you know, in, in Twitter, I'm not saying, but I believe there should be something and, and the people should decide. And, and I think there's an amicable way to do this where we could set up something and go, what do you think this is worth for seven years of this the, from the prior regime doing this with this corporation with that? And, but it is, and, and if they're doing it with me in WWE, which we now have full proof with this, what other former talents are they holding back to prevent them from being successful? I just knew that it happened to me because I got the letter. I'm the only one they've ever sent the letter to, right? So we're going to, well, we've got everything we need to move forward with it. And with the right time, right place with that. But they're absolute fools on the WWE end and Vince McMahon if they don't think that I'm going to come after them. I swear to God on everything that I own, I am coming after them at the right time and the right place. And that's that. Let's go. What's going on today? You guys, social media, and I'll tell you this too, and I want to bait them a little too. WWE, if everything I was saying was a lie, they would have came after me and taken me to court. You want to know why they never have? Because it's all absolutely true. And we're going to reverse it, the Uno card on them and pull that in, in, in court. And they know that. And that is why, because they could have came after me for defamation, for saying all these things. It's absolutely true. That is why they have not taken me to court. So, and I want, the, I dare them to take me to court because I will we're on TikTok. I dare them. I dare you, Vince. Do it. So there we go. And with that, we're going to go ahead and cut the TikTok. Guys, come on out. Everything's been good so far. But we, uh, with the show, we have an explicit show. TikTok does not allow uh, cussing um, in 2023. Thanks, China and everything over there. So uh, swing on over to Ryback TV, guys. Join the show live. Instagram, you guys, they, they allow the show to go on on Instagram. They don't ban cuss words. So uh, thank you guys for our TikTok viewers. Swing on over here to Ryback TV, or you can listen later on all podcast platforms. Come join the show, though. YouTube, Ryback TV, come subscribe. TikTok, we'll see you guys in a little bit. TikTok's out. All right. We're good. That's the key to doing the TikTok live. Now we just give them a little sample of the show, bait them in, and then we're gone.
Bobby, thank you for the super chat. Hey, Ryback, it's so good to see you, buddy. Thank you for making my day. Well, thank you, Bobby, for the $5 super chat. That's greatly appreciated, and I hope you have a great day. Yeah, Disco Inferno still has great hair. He posts clips of his haircuts every month. He... <laughs> He, uh, yeah, he has a, he, he's, man, he, he's, I think if you look at everybody uh, of that era and you, you, you see, I think he is, is, is aged and, and, and kept himself together as well as anybody with all of them. Him, Nash, Nash, and, and even with all Nash, Nash has a lot of injuries and things. And, and I'm sure Disco has some things, but he, he, he seems like he's in great health with everything and, and happy. Sport of wrestling, thank you for saying your wife you got the shell shock pills for. Can you take the pills with alcohol? Well, I wouldn't wash them down with alcohol. I mean, it, it yeah, you could there, there's nothing I you could have alcohol while while consuming it in there, but you know, I, I would not I would not drink more alcohol because you're taking shell shock. I would, you know, and because too, and you know, when when you drink, that slows your metabolism down for a period of time, probably for a good whole day. From I would say even 24 to 48 hours that your metabolism isn't functioning ideally. And that's why when I cut out the alcohol, my metabolism went back to when I was in my 20s. And I always had a good metabolism, but it got even, I go, holy hell, my metabolism has gotten much improved because I'm now, because I would do the two bottles of wine on Fridays. So, and even though I would do the fasting, my fasting wasn't getting the effects that it normally would have had. Because I, the alcohol and in consuming, that's a lot of alcohol too, even though it doesn't really affect me. Like as far as like being drunk and give me a nice little buzz, but I wasn't, I, I can, I can consume a decent amount of alcohol on that. And I always have since I was younger. And uh, which is one of the reasons why I switched to wine to try to prevent that as much as possible and consume it with a bunch of water and make it last. And, but since I've cut that out, it's uh, the metabolism has greatly increased. So you will get better results not drinking all the time on it. But I, I, I mean, there's, I've never heard of any issues. I'm not a doctor. I never had any issues. It's all natural ingredients that you would have in food that are in shell shock anyways. And a lot of the ingredients increase your metabolism. The, the matcha green tea, the green coffee bean, all that, the L-carnitine, the apple cider vinegar. So the cayenne, cool cayenne pepper with the ginger and the cayenne, the, the things in it are going to increase your metabolism, but you don't want to be consuming a massive amount of alcohol to, if your goal is to, to lose as much body fat as possible. I don't know who the biggest drinker was in WWE. Uh, off the top of, you know, an Axeman doesn't drink. Curtis Axel doesn't drink anymore. He used to be able to drink a lot. Axeman, Curtis Axel, we, we got drunk one time during WrestleMania week in New Orleans. We went down uh, to, to Bourbon Street us and some of the guys and all the fans, a lot of the fans were out. This was before it got all the fans because we get there early in the week. So fans were there, but not like they would, they were going to be in the coming days. And so that's why we went out too. Cause we're not, I'm not, we're not going to go get messed up and go get drunk prior to WrestleMania a day or two before, but this, this was like maybe three or four, four days probably before even five, maybe. And uh, there were fans out though. And fans started buying his shots and drinks everywhere we went. And we just ran with it. Oh, we we had a great time. But man, he can go toe to toe with anybody. Uh, Cena was always able to drink a lot. And uh, there was a time we did a, a bowling. It was me and R Truth versus Santino, or me and Santino versus 
John Cena and Truth. It was it, it was essentially I don't know what I can't remember what side the teams were, but it was me me and somebody against Cena and, and the other on that. So me, Santino, Truth, and, and Cena, and uh, and it was after the tribute to the troops. We had to do a bowling alley appearance, and we were like it was the end of the day. It was our last appearance for the for the for the thing, and um, and we had the WWE staff with us. We none of us were driving, and everyone and they had like somebody said they go do they have alcohol. Cena it was probably Cena. He, he goes do they have alcohol at the are they serving alcohol? And uh, and then it somehow turned into a friendly rivalry game between me and Cena, and then we teamed up. We did teams, and then it turned into like the every frame whoever lost each frame had to do a drink like a shot or something and so like alcohol started going down pretty damn quickly on this all the fans are watching us just drink and have a good time we had wwe personnel and security and you know now and then nobody was filming nobody had even though cameras but it wasn't like now on social media whereas if you did something like that now you know people may may like filming people drinking and having a good time and with that Man, I tell you, that was one of the most fun things I did with WWE. And uh, and Casino can drink a lot. I was wasted. We got done. The one of the WWE, one of the women, helped get me back to my hotel room. Cena went back to his bus. Truth and Santino got back to their hotel rooms. And I don't know how much they went. I know me and Cena did quite a bit of alcohol. I'm very competitive. And at that time, me and him were head-to-head on everything. This is when me and him were on the magazine together. Merch sales were right there. I made a comment to him. I'm shit-talking during the game uh, about passing him in merch, which he probably didn't like. <laughs> and uh, I don't get all in good fun. It's all fr- I love friendly competition because it makes me work harder as well. And, uh, and I think it's a testament when you have somebody that, that can drive and make you push and with that. Right. And, um, but, uh, I just know the next day I got up and went and worked out and I'd heard from Ted DiBiase was supposed to work out with Cena that morning. And I guess Cena was one of the only, he goes, he was just drunk. I don't know if he drank Cena drank more. He must, he, he, I, he very possibly could have drank more on his bus. Cause he always had the moonshine and everything, but he didn't make it to the gym that morning. And uh, I always thought, oh, that's right. I'm the big guy. <laughs> but he could drink. And it, I, I have a feeling he probably had more. That, that if I that if, we, if I would have went into that, I probably wouldn't have gotten up in the morning either. So, uh, but that guy, he can, he can drink as well. He didn't, I don't know how much Cena drinks now, but he was, he was, uh, he was always able to go. How do wrestlers not get bloated after drinking so much? Well, I'll tell you, RT, that's a great question. One, you got to remember, we're not doing this every single night. But you, when you're on the road, and I would always pick a drinking night, I, I, I would drink typically once a week. And every once in a while, maybe even twice, have some beers. Me and Ziggler always would go to a Hooters after a SmackDown. That was a normal thing. Me and, not, not every week, but a lot of weeks. If we had hotels or something near each other, uh, we'd go swing by a Hooters and uh, we'd get some wings and a salad and, and, and some beers. Have And nothing crazy, just have two or three tall boys over the course of hours of just sitting and laughing. And then you go to your hotels, you fly back home the next morning and see each other the next week. I miss moments like that. Uh, a lot, a lot of fun. But one of the tricks that I would do is, is uh, go to the sauna the next morning. I would drink a lot of water. I would get a good sauna session in. I would try to get at least 20, 30 minutes and, and try to sweat out as much of that, 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 the toxins and that poison is it's what it is. And, and, uh, but rehydrate like crazy 
uh, get some electrolytes in. There was actually a small period during that on a European tour. I've talked about this uh, where I drank one European tour pretty heavily. We went out. It was, it was, I, I was, me and Cena were main eventing the whole thing, doing tables matches. And, uh, and I just, it was my birthday week and we were over in the UK. I just drank. I just, I do, you know what? I'm going to just drink for one tour. And I never did it on another tour like that. Cause they always had alcohol on the buses and, uh, things were great. Life was great going out there, killing it every night, sauna every day. Uh, but in China, we were in China and I wasn't getting enough electrolytes and my body went into a massive cramp. And uh, like I went to go train legs before the show and only Cena showed up in the gym when I was there. And I remember I had to like he had just gotten there. I'm doing legs and I went to go do the hamstring uh, curls on one of the pieces of equipment they had. I went to do one set. I couldn't even get through one set. My legs started locking up and usually just your hamstrings. That would always be the muscle if my electrolytes are low that my hamstrings. I tell you, my whole body. My hamstrings went, my quads went, my, my back started cramping, everything. And I literally just like trying to like look like I'm not spazzing them. That's like having this huge spasm attack in the gym. And uh, I, uh, I I went back down and had the driver take me take me back to the hotel. And and then I, I, I drank, I got some bananas because I had to go wrestle that night. And uh, I chalked it up. That's when I realized I had electrolyte deficiency also. And it wasn't a water, not because I always drink a ton of water, but my electrolytes were low. And that was one of the big things with my finish at BCAAs that I'm having it right now, that we put all the electrolytes in there because electrolytes make the water you drink wetter and it makes the water you drink more and more efficient in your body where you don't actually have to drink as much water because you're in. So, but when you're doing things like doing the sauna, sweating a lot, drinking things that can dehydrate you, you're, you're, you're depleting your electrolytes with that. And you got to, you got to replenish those. And that's where I, I figured that out. And that's, I always share you guys little backstories of how I came up with a lot of the different supplements. And that's the backstory on that with that particular one. And it was after the, that, that cramping session in China that, uh, that I knew I had to, had to make some adjustments and also not drink for an entire tour, hard liquor. That was, you're younger. It was a good time. No harm done. I always never missed a workout. We went all, I'm never drunk during a day of a show, always at night after, you know, so, but yeah, you got You got to do some things to get rid of that bloat. Palmer, you actually, by telling me that brother, you're actually spamming my chat. We're going to shell shock you out of here. Thank you for coming in. Uh, I have the raspberry lemonade finish at BCAAs and the cotton candy. I'm drinking the raspberry lemonade right now. I love that you guys know when the shell shocks are coming. The the warning, warning, shell shock activated. Ah, Mag Life, I'm very glad you got to meet Dominic Mysterio and, and Damian Priest. I hope you had a very good experience with them. Uh, I, yeah, I love barbecue. I love to grill. I haven't done it in quite some time. I've got the fire pit out back with a grilling top that I could just throw some charcoals and I've got all the grilling tools. And I used to grill out there every week. I haven't grilled after I went vegan and vegetarian or vegetarian, vegan. And then I backed eating the, the meat and chicken in smaller amounts, still a lot of plant-based foods in my diet. Um, I just haven't. And then Memorial day actually was, was planning on grilling. And then unfortunately everything was secret happened on Memorial day. 
and then had to put her to sleep at night. So, you know, that kind of that, that, and, and, and knowing that that day was, was it, it, we, we figured out kind of in the early afternoon that that was, is probably going to be her last day, unfortunately. And I appreciate all the love and support for her. She's, uh, I talked to my dad again and my dad's very, been very sad and, you know, he's, she's been with him for the last 11 years. And then the other dog, Daisy, for the last six, five and a half or six with Daisy, they were together. And prior to that, it was She-Ra and Secret together. Um, and then before that, it was Roxy and She-Ra. I'm very big on keeping my dogs. I've talked about this. I like to have, from my childhood dogs, from Pebbles and Bam Bam, our first two dogs when I was a kid, all of our dogs are connected in the sense of when I got Pebbles and Bam Bam and then we got Roxy, Roxy, I found on my doorstep, a little baby puppy could barely walk uh, like she was falling over. And somebody, I don't know how she got there. I almost stepped on her on my way to school, going out the door. And I got her and I put her in a hamper with with uh, with stuff, with food and water. I didn't tell anyone. I just put her in my room. She pissed and shit all over herself when I was gone. All the food was all over the place. She was so small, she couldn't get out. It was one of those big round hamper bins with the, with the rope handles on the side. And I had to, I ran home before football practice, got her all cleaned up and uh, put her back in. And I told my mom, I think, came home from work. And I told her before I went to football, please just watch her. I'll explain when I get back. And and then went to football, came back, and, and we got to keep her. So then we had Roxy with that. And then, uh, unfortunately, had to put Pebbles and Bam Bam down in, in old age with that. Uh, but we had Roxy. And then I got chosen for WWE for Tough Enough. And I knew I was. this was ever before I was ever picked. I just believed I go, I'm going to do this is all I've ever wanted. I'm going to I'm not going to I'm going to make it. And so I went and I dropped out of college, my classes to get my money back for the, the credit, the semester. There was like a day left to do it. I had to do it. I go, I'm going to I'm going to go. I'm going to go make it. I'm going to get a contract one way or the other. And uh, I went and adopted Shira at the Animal Foundation here in, in North Vegas at the time. And uh, I, I didn't go to school that day. I, I went and adopted her. My dad was at the time he was he was furious because he found out that I dropped out uh dropped my essentially dropping out of school to go be a WWE superstar and, and hadn't even been picked yet but I was so confident that I was going to have probably going to be moving away that I I've always just had known and had a confidence in myself that when I know when I put my mind to something I could do it and I went and adopted Shira so then Shira and Roxy were together while I was away in in developmental and in, in working my way up the ranks to make it in WWE, finally get to move home after making it with that. Roxy, unfortunately, passes away very early on into me getting into WWE as Ryback, um, where where she had the, the, the tumor that had ruptured internally and was bleeding inside and her stomach was swelling. That night, I, I, she waited for me to get off the road. And and then and she slept with me one last night, She-Ra and, and Roxy. And I had to get up and, and, and take her in with my father in the morning when my day and a half home. Uh, and, and they they advised that that there was there was no saving her, most likely. And we needed to make a decision in, in her best interest and put Roxy down. And then Secret uh, was the neighbors next door. And my dad had said a guy had said that there was a really cute little pit bull back there and uh, was probably being abused. And they had her living in the desert heat back there. Uh, in Vegas, which you know, it gets very hot and they had all this construction. There might've been some drugs involved with the people at the house. And like, she wasn't, uh, she wasn't in a good place. And I looked over the wall 
when I came to see Shira, when on my day off that I had, I usually spend the night over there. And I looked over the wall and saw this beautiful little dog. I whistled. She came crawling out of all this garbage and, and construction tra uh, trash and shit. All, and, and I just go, there's no way I can let this dog just keep living. Like, it was so hot out. And I just, I knew dogs can't survive. And that's why she was under that, trying to stay cool. And I went to the fence and I posted that video of her at the fence. That was my first interaction with her. And then I, I, I was able to get her. I told you by the eight by tens and they gave me the dog. Uh, no issues with it. And, and that's how we had secret with it. So, and then, and then Sophie and little guy and them have been around all of them at the various points of having, like, I try to just connect the dogs. You know what I mean? So that like their personalities kind of carry on from my childhood. And uh, so, but my dad, I talked to him and uh, the, uh, the Henderson animal, uh, I, I, the Henderson animal shelter, uh, they have a dog. Our first child dog was Pebbles, which was a black lab. There was this beautiful uh, dog. She's white. It's a terrier. It's a mix. Uh, she's about 48 pounds, about the size, a little smaller than my dad's other dog, but just a beautiful, beautiful dog named Pebbles. And uh, as soon as I saw her, I go, oh, my dad would love her. And my dad loves her. And uh, so I'm hoping to maybe go down with him Saturday to go with, with their other, his other dog, Daisy, let them go play in the yard there together. They have like a thing for dogs before you get them to make sure that they're going to be okay, um, which hopefully there'll be no issues with that. And because my dad's lonely, he spends all that time and he's retired. He, he just golfs a few days, two, three days a week. And, and he spent, spends a lot of time with those dogs, he takes them for car rides, go, takes them for walks. And uh, now Secret's gone and it, it's an empty void with that. And I've always found you never replace, you never replace the love for that dog, but you give love to a new dog and create new memories. And, uh, and so I'm hoping he, he seems like he, I, and he, we're going to, she's three years old. He doesn't want a puppy. He wants a dog that's already past the puppy phase anywhere from like three to six. So it's at least closer to Daisy's age. My dad's older. You got to remember 274 with that. And he's still active and moving well, but you know, I, I think it will, uh, hopefully be able to go down and, and go get her. And, uh, and so Daisy's not alone because right when a dog, it's, it's hard for them. And when they're used to being around another dog for, for five, six years, and then they're gone. And I've always done that. And, uh, cause it's always helped. And I think it helps shift a, a negative experience into a positive because once you go into that loving state it, and then like, even now, like secret, like even it's just the, from the time it happened, Yesterday was very sad. The day before was very sad. The night was very sad. And today it's happier because it, it's it's just a more peaceful remembering her in a more happier, peaceful place, knowing that she's not in pain anymore. And uh, but it does help. And I always tell people that that lose pets and everyone's different. People need time to grieve and in things. And, and I but I've been through this enough to where it's like it creates an opportunity to go get a new pet and to give a new uh, a loving home to a new new animal. So. Good to see all of you guys. Oh, no, big guy's fine. Big guy doesn't need a shoulder to cry on, guys. That's I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm a big boy. We're we're all right on that.
I'm so sorry, Tim, about your dog. And it, it, it it's the hardest decision. To, it's tough sometimes to know when that time is. And that's like secret. And I knew with, with everything, she was having difficulty walking with her legs and she could still move. She still was happy. And she she gave us a hope spot that she was going to come back. And, and, and she did. And then it just reversed really quickly. And, but that's them fighting, trying to stay, you know, and cause they, they love us as much as we love them. And it, uh, but when her breathing started, it was, it was a pretty easy decision. And that's when I, I my dad, that's why I had her because I, I know the thing I, it was, and it started, stopped, and then it started and started and, and kept coming freak more and more frequent. And, uh, and, and it was essentially, she, we let her go the first day when it started to the night, had one more night with her. And then that next day, uh, was hoping that, that maybe it was just something w- with how much she ate that day. It wasn't. And, uh, her breathing was, her normal breathing was, was very shallow. Her, her stomach was, was, was protruding in and out. Uh, even when she was calm, not, not, not like it was when she was having these breathing attacks. Um, but then that too, in the vet. And, you know, taking her in and, and talking to them and them just essentially just, just, and you're doing the right thing. There's no, this is whatever's going on and with her age and with what the, the, the injuries and it's best to let them go before, like the worst thing to do would be to let her stay another night and in the middle of the night, she has a breathing attack and dies, right? And is choking. Like I, I can't even fathom. So that's why I... I'm grateful that I at least we 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 recognized it right away, and we just we we didn't let her suffer anything. We got we got to spend. Everyone got to say their goodbyes, and she was ready. And uh, it, you know, it was a it sucks, but it's 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 she's not in pain anymore, and and now her memory can live forever. And I post all that stuff on social media, and you know, there was even a person on Twitter, and I put it on my Twitter. A guy, and it's it's nobody. There's just somebody with one follower, and. They leave a really, you know, shitty comment saying, how dare you make videos of when your dog is dying? And it's like, look, we make those videos so they live forever and go back. And and I've got videos and I'm so grateful that I've done that with my dogs. And I wish I was able to do it with my childhood dogs. I miss them all the time and wish that I had footage of them outside of more of the pictures with everything to go back and relive those memories of that time period, right? with that and and she wasn't in there like suffering in the sense of we went through the thing i spent a lot of time with her in there and she was very calm and she wasn't having any breathing attacks and they you know they get her ready with with everything to put put the 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 medications in to put her to sleep first and to stop her heart and then i forget what the final medication they do is probably just to assure everything and uh but but that process we're in there spending time with her before you know we're going to do that. And so I got a lot of video for, for us to have to remember. And I post a small little clip that I want to post and that will live forever. And I think it's a good idea for people to, to do that. And I explained it on the tweet to the person and I blocked them and that is what it is. And then everybody else wants to go and tell them what they think of that person, which they are. And then that's great. I think then that person will get a dose of their own medicine, uh, uh, you know, of, of saying things that you shouldn't be saying to people and that you have no understanding of, with that and uh but it's good to have stuff because too what if something happened to my phone and i lost images the you know it's good to have them posted on the other social media accounts that that you can go back and grab them from if something were to ever happen right just whatever reason just say oh everything i lost everything with it so that's why another than post them on everything and but i just explained it to them and then boom blocked and, and gone 
you, you don't you don't exist to me. So good to see you guys. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, that, but that's people don't don't even even think sometimes of that stuff, and they just want to assume the worst. Like, how dare you? It's not like we're just filming my dog suffering and die. It, it's it's to to let that memory live forever that I never want to forget. And I go back and look at the other dog, Shira, when I was in there, and I I wish Roxy. And I've got a lot. We've got video and, and we've got a lot of photos of Roxy. But I, I wish I would have. And Roxy, I, I wish, but hers was a more urgent condition. Her stomach was very protruded, filling with blood with that. But but I wish I would have got something at home just saying goodbye to her before taking her in. But even then, cell phones, I had a cell phone, but it wasn't, you just didn't it didn't have the social media. So it didn't didn't register to 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 do that. Whereas with She-Ra and you know, now now with Secret, I just think it's a good idea because I'll never forget that Memorial Day. In those final weeks with her, you know, and it's cool when you're older, you look back and you have, you remember time periods, right. Of like, that will trigger the memory of a lot of other things uh, of looking back at that from that period. Uh, I did not get to catch the AEW double or nothing pay-per-view. Uh, I've seen some highlights from it with everything. Yep, absolutely, Mag Life. It is to honor them. And also, too, I'm a public figure, and I talk about my my dogs all the time. A lot of people ask, and I, on my feeding time or the here of the Ryback show, you guys are aware of everything going on. And so I think in, in all the Feed Me More Nutrition, the email and text message subscribers, it's essentially I, I sh- I've shared that information. If I Now, if I'm not talking about it, then it's, I, I want to keep it private, right? But I've chosen to share that in, in – put that information out there. So it's just giving everybody an update on, on what's going on. Cause people ask like, what, what's going on? What's going on? It's like people, if somebody I see randomly, there was a comment today on TikTok. whatever happened to Sonny. I used to have Sonny all over my social media. She, unfortunately, Sonny was my ex-girlfriend's dog, but I talked, we just talked the other day. I told her about secret. We still remain in good, like good standing with each other on things. And, you know, Sonny's getting old and she's worried because he's getting a lot older now and he has some issues, but he's still in good health. He's still going strong. And, you know, and I just let the person know that, hey, that was my ex-girlfriend's dog. He's getting older, but he's doing well, you know, because people, they, they you see something and then you don't see it. And and so you, you're curious on that. And it's just sharing that information. And I think it's a good thing, too. And I think it's good, too, to show, like, some people go, uh, you know, they I never thought, you know, I'd ever, like, see you cry or anything. It's like, we're all human with all of that. And there's no, there's, like, I think it's good to to show people I think we all, and I meet at different times, we've all struggled with communication. And I think we, we sometimes we're born into whatever ideas we think of, like, there, there's like, oh, if you're a man, you can't cry or different things. And like, it's silly. Now, it's one thing if you're just crying about everything. Like if I'm on here and, and like if I'm just crying every episode over stupid, like crying over, you know, the outrage of Bud Light and I'm have tears going down my face. You're like, Jesus Christ, Ryback's a little overly emotional. Might need to go get that estrogen checked. Right. That then I okay. But but like for for real life things and the love of a dog, we all we all understand that with that. And then it's it, it's I think it's good to share that stuff if we choose to want to share that to show people, you know, because a lot of times too, and I get this is one of the reasons doing all my stuff. So many pe- wrestling fans and people 
can't look past wrestling characters. And I shove that shit in their face. I go, when I'm on screen and the camera's on and it's, it's go time, I'm a killer on that. But I'm also could be funny. I could be emotional. I could have be dramatic. I could do a live, a wide range of, of physical acting abilities that, that I could tap into at any given time, which is why I decided when I, when going into all this social media stuff, I'm just going to be me. I don't need to try to just, I could just be on here and talking in a little deeper, heavier voice at all times. And, and just trying to keep an image of a tough guy at all times to everybody. And right. It'd be very easy to do that. It'd also be really fucking boring and stupid and it's bullshit. It's fake with it, but there's different emotions for different times. And I don't think anybody ever doubts when you guys see me get angry on here. Is there anybody that ever, ever questions me when I get angry on here and that, that when there's not an attitude and, and, a, and, a, and a, an energy shift, and that's the beauty of, of being able to know who you are and just show, be comfortable with who you are. And that's just part of that. You know, I'd never had anything in very rarely. Do I ever, ever, ever cry? It's a very rare thing. I'll tell you the times I have cried at the loss of my pets every single time. And I, I think it's a beautiful thing. And it's, uh, you know, because it, it's such a strong love and people can relate to that. But I think it's important to show that at times now and a different out that so people can see that you, Hey, these people are, are, are real human beings because even though you guys, the people that watch know that watch routinely, so many wrestling fans cannot understand that we're actually people. A lot of people, this is why I've never looked at celebrities. We're all just, everyone's a person. And there's just difference in mindset and, and, and work ethic. And that's all that it is with that. But people think that if you're famous or a celebrity or people know you from TV or you have money or something, that you're like, you don't eat shit and piss and have emotions like everybody else. It's the most fucking silliest thing that I've ever thing. And I told you guys that when I when I deal with people, when they I remember in WWE when I first started seeing that how people view people on TV differently. They're like, Where's your singlet? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm in the gym or I'm in the airport. You think I fucking wear the singlet everywhere? But they had identified like that was the identity. That they they thought Ryback was this whatever this this machine from the future destroying everybody that wore a singlet at all times with that it's in the people I tell you in the the fucking weirdo bathroom creeps that that see you go you know, pissing in the gym they're like you piss you shit I swear to God it's happened more times than I'm comfortable even talking about with it fucking weirdos out there that just can't yeah bro I do cool. Good talk. See you out there next to the Smith machine in, in 10 minutes. I also walk and I lift weights like everybody else. God. Yeah, ECW Online Wrestling Fan says wrestling fans are kind of weird compared to other sporting events. Some of them think they, the chance would never happen at a baseball. Uh, some of the things they chant would never happen at a baseball or football game. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's weird fans all over the place. There's marks in all sports and, and entertainment, MMA. There's good fans and great people, normal people, people with common sense and logic that, that just love and appreciate the efforts of the people that entertain them. And then you've got the fucking weirdos in all areas. But the wrestling weirdos are definitely, I, I do agree, I think they're a step above the, those marks and the obsessed. It's like I was just watching yesterday, the Hogan Gawker thing. With that that fat fuck Bubba the whatever the fuck his name is, the guy that that did that shit to Hogan with that that when he with the deal with his wife and recorded him without his knowing that is this is why I'm, I'm not friends with people that obsess over wrestling. You can't be because they don't. They, this is that's the kind of shit that they do, and they're always looking for information. I could spot it out pretty quickly with that. 
and they look for things or they'll save phone calls, they'll save text messages. They'll, they're looking for things to try to get you eventually or to share with their, you'll never believe because they're super insecure and they go tell their other Mark friends, you'll never believe fucking talking to Ryback, look at the, and then they go and share. Like, so that's why I, I have nothing to do with people that are that are big wrestling fans. It's a no-no because they're, they're fucking mentally, they're just off. And that, and if you know, you know, and if you don't, you're probably one of them. Yep, it is a lot of people. Mike, people are like superheroes. People that they watch and wrestling can blur the lines on that more so than other things with that. But it's just people. It, but this is where the, it, it's the inability of the fan or the mark the, to to not understand that they're they're human, and the difference between them is and everybody else is their mindset and work ethic. That is the difference between all humans. Because physically, we are all somewhat comparable physically. We all have different genetic traits and features with that. But the, the difference in life between the people you see doing the things they want to be doing and the people that are not doing what they want to be doing is that is the mindset and the work ethic on that. And, and there, those are two big key factors with that. And that, I try to explain that whenever I meet somebody and they get like starstruck because it happened and they're fucking shaking uncontrollably and they, they go, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to Ryback. And I literally will just calm the situation. I go, brother, I'm just a fucking person like you. And I literally will talk to them until they understand that. And I go, the difference I go is I go, I work really hard. I know what I want to do. I set goals for myself and I keep a positive mindset and I try to help them into where they view because they, that's not going to help them be more successful because they don't think highly enough of themselves. They don't realize the power that they have in them. If they can get these things in order that people that are doing the things they want to do. And I always try to share that with like younger people or people that, that when they start acting like that, and I, I try to get that across to them as quickly as possible. And, and, it, and it's, because I feel like that's given them a chance at least to view life in a lot better of a way than to look at people like they're they're created better. Nobody's created better. It's just they, they have better information in their brains and they know how to use it better and they have a work ethic and they, they have a drive and a motivation that that's not as common. Uh, good to see all of you guys. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Taking a look at your questions here, guys. Uh, yeah, hey, William, man, good to see you, buddy. Welcome to the Ryback Show. He says, sup, Ren, CM Punk is way better than you. I appreciate your, your opinion. Yeah, yeah, King, King goes, damn, Ryback, you breathe air just like me. Yeah, yeah. It's good-ass oxygen over here, brother. Uh, somebody goes, how much money did you made? Uh, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. We'll go ahead and shell-shock you. Can't even ask the goddamn question correctly. Big guy, do you compare your body to singlet of the warrior? I don't even understand that question. 
ironically, the question above that, the comment above that is there's a lot of mentally ill people in society. Khaled, Adam, I believe you, maybe he's probably talking to you. Yep, nothing nothing wrong with a man crying over something they love. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I got to do a new feeding time tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to be doing for the feeding time. Somebody mentioned uh, 72 out or the 72 ounce steak. Uh, have you tried that? Where's it, Brett? Where's the 72 ounce steak challenge? Is that in Vegas? And if so, where at? Yeah, ACW. I don't know. Yeah, I've never, I don't know what that's about saying to people that uh, says, I hate when people say, say that people that cry at funerals makes it about them. Not true. If you truly love that person, it can be hard to uh, hold that emotion. And yeah, I think that it varies on your relationship with the person. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't, there's, I, I've never, I've never experienced that or anybody, you know, I, I don't, I don't. It, everyone handles grief differently and it hits them harder depending on the relationship too. Crying is something you can't control for the most part that when it, if you really, when it sets in, the best thing to do is just to get it out with that. And it actually is very relieving and it helps it to your body processing. I just, we live in a weird society with that, like where crying is almost, it could be viewed as, by some as a weakness, but, it, but most of the toughest people in the world understand that it's not. So as like I said, I think it's, it, it's one thing if you're crying over everything, but again, even that is, is can be, it's up to the individual and how passionate they are about a, you know, specific subject or, 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 or thing that they're talking about or person or thing. <clears throat> ACW, this is a good question on weightlifting or training. Uh, walking with high intensity or running at low intensity for long-term effect on the knees. I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to my dog. She was really old and I found her on the couch. ACW, I'm very sorry to hear that. And um, that's what I, 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 you know, I know a girl on Instagram and she, she's uh, her dog. She loved her dog. She's like me. Like she has all that she's with her dog is he was an English bulldog. Um, and they had a beautiful relationship, always posting him. And uh, and he was not that, that he was, I think he, I don't know if he was eight. He was six, seven or eight. He wasn't like, he wasn't like at that period where he, he was healthy. Everything was fine. And I don't know if she was playing with him or there was something going on. And he, I had his heart ruptured like right there and died right in front of her. I, I want to say they were playing and, and it's just heart ruptured. You know, English Bulldogs can have health problems and different things. You know, can you imagine how traumatic that would be, especially to a, a young woman like that? Like, and that, that's, I can't imagine, you know, the, the pain and suffering. And I saw she, and she grieved and, and posted, and I watched all the videos and the things, and I talked to her briefly prior to everything. And, and then, and she was nice enough to reach out when, when the things happened with secret and all that. But at least I'm always grateful that I was, in the position to be able to say goodbye properly. And, you know, because that's not something that, that, that 
that you could take for granted that we're all that we're not that's not something that just happens all the time i've been blessed and lucky to be able to experience that and i try to always remember that because then that stuck in my head and you know and you know it's unfortunate you you didn't get to say goodbye but even with that you know hopefully it was it was a peaceful thing and they just fell asleep and, and never never woke up and you know and, and at least though too you got to see see them and this is just how i would at least you got to see them and say goodbye to them physically even though they they weren't you know alive and you know that even you know i was glad when secret i spent i spent you know probably i don't know if i was in there another 15 20 minutes after she'd passed away and they left us alone and uh and it's a surreal experience when you know their body is there and they're just lying there and i'm looking at her and i'm touching her and it, it's as if everything's normal but it's not you know so but it, it's i'll tell you the toughest thing for me is leaving them and you know we took her and it happened around 5 p.m that she she around 5 5 10 in that vicinity that that um she was put to sleep and they closed at six and the pickup comes at six when they come and pick up the dogs that have been put to sleep for the day and i was just asking a few questions about that because i've always wondered you know like i always wonder where do they take them and i know they take them to the the, the cremation for the dogs i would love to go and actually see and I, that's something i'll probably do i really am very curious about that i want to see how it's handled and and see and i don't want to watch anything i just want to know where they go how the process is done you know i just know they say the ashes they come back in a week and they get you get the paw prints and the fur and they and they they do a great job with all that and they always have all the, the any vet that i've ever gone to with all that but i for me the tough thing is leaving and like when she's on the blanket lying there and then the two other the assistants and the doctor the assistant and they're just going to pull her out they pull her out on the blanket you know and it's just looking at her and you, but i spent some time in there 15 20 minutes before at the end at the end of all that but i it's like you know she's just like in there it's such a that's a lonely feeling with that but you know it's uh it's just that that, that grieving it turns into a, a happiness memory and like I, i'll feel really happy when we get her ashes and everything back i'm gonna go down to walgreens today actually and go go get a lot of pictures of secret off my phone and go and, and print them out with some of the other dogs as well can you just plug your phone into walgreens and get the photos and i'm gonna make some pictures things and one for my dad and i'm gonna have one here and uh so we could update some new photos with things and uh with all of that to have to hang in the house i love to have that and then put her ashes by roxy and shira which he keeps in my my old bedroom at the house in there on, on one of the shelves and uh just to you know and then you know and i'm sure i will take those over when the time comes for my father and all that and, and it's just something but i'll tell you it makes me like with sophie and little guy that's gonna like i told you yesterday that is i don't even want to think about it with, with any of that and i'm so attached to them and we with all my injuries and all this i've spent the last seven years with them you know straight straight you know and traveling here and there but not you know the first couple few years with the indies i was traveling on the weekends but i've been home now for four years pretty straight solid through outside of a thing here and there and a couple trips to columbia for a week and but uh you know, it's, uh, it's tough and it's tough for all of us. No, I've never thought about stuffing the animal. Um, 
I, I honestly, I, I, I've heard of it. I never, I've never, I never have thought of that. It, it is, I under, it is a really, I, I don't, I don't think I would have any issues with that, honestly, either. Would they, um, but I think it would creep out the dogs to, and I don't know how the dogs would handle that. Um, and, and you know, it, it's not, I, I understand doing it and, uh, and, and I, I wouldn't be against it at all. It's not something I've looked into. I will, I will take a look at it just to see, you know, um, because I am big on like, I just think, and like keeping their ashes and like, we don't spread them. I like keeping, I just like them physically being, a, you know, just something to remember them there uh, by. So and keeping them in the urns that they, they provide with that. But the, uh, I, I understand why people do that. And, and I can, I, I don't, I, I personally wouldn't have any issue with it. You know, once they pass, they pass. It, it's just a way. It, I think we all have just different ways of what we want to remember. And, you know, with pictures and all of that. And some people want the, the actual physical, some sort of something to remember them by. So, and I understand that fully. Yeah, I'll never judge anything on how people, everyone's different on, on how they handle things. And, you know, the old TV, you got to keep the logo strong. Hello, good to see all of you. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I appreciate all the kind comments, guys, on that for, for secret. Thank you. Turbo is his name because he is full throttle. Turbo for a dog is just an awesome name. I like the name Turbo for a dog. Uh, Seattle has a 72-ounce stick. I ain't going to Seattle anytime soon. I don't feel like getting getting robbed or felt up or whatever's going on down there in Seattle. I've been to Seattle many times. I once went to Seattle, me and the guys, we went, there's a gold gym in Seattle and I guess it's in like a, I don't know what the district is. It's called, is it the rainbow district? Probably called the rainbow district, but there's like, usually we, you find a gym and, uh, and before TVs and, uh, there was one gym, the gold's gym, and it was like a two story gym. And, uh, I guess it was where a lot of, of, of gay people go, but I just remember I, none of us knew that. And I just remember I'm working out and I, I just like, as I'm working out, I felt like a lot of guys were, were looking at me at different times. And, but there were women in there too and stuff, but there were clearly some, some clearly gay individuals. And I have no issues with anybody. I care less on any of that, but it is, I, it was like being a hot woman in the gym for the day. And then finally, it was, I think, afterwards, somebody had figured it out. And uh, and somebody, if, if you live in Seattle, probably, there, there, it was a Gold's Gym. I don't know, maybe it changed names. This was many years ago in there. But, but you know, and it doesn't didn't help. I was probably working out in the tank top and, you know, looking pretty freaking jacked with that. But that was, uh, I remember that that stood out. I remember it was hilarious once we found out. We are like, oh, man, we better be careful going to the showers in here before TV. Getting robbed by Skittle guzzlers would be wild. 
That what a what a skittle guzzlers. That that's going in the Rolodex of, of insults. You skittle guzzler. <laughs> How's that the first time? How am I forty one years old hearing skittle guzzler for the first time, bro? H- hell of an insult right there. Oh man, that that made my day. Oh, I love to laugh. Skittle guzzler. What a I can't wait to call somebody that in a promo. Kylie, good to see you. KG, yeah. Uh, hardest thing I ever had to do was uh, identify my brother. I didn't want to leave him alone in the morgue, but had the funeral. Um, but had the funeral home call me as soon as they got him. I'm so sorry, and I remember when you told me about that. And that's. I'll never forget Kylie too. That that was. Uh, what a crazy thing, because that was at the Wildwood show. And I remember because it was me and Axel. I think we had a tag match, right? And I think I, I threw my shirt in it. It. I. I remember you were dressed. As, you were. Were you dressed as Bully Ryback? And your brother was supposed to come to that, right? With you, and he was a Cena fan, and you were a Ryback fan. And I remember, but I remember that was why you're. I think you tweeted, if I my memory serves me correctly. Brain feed, feedmemore.com. Um, but but I remember that I go, oh, that was the girl from the Wildwood show because you you dressed up as Bully Ryback um, and you stood out. And then the shirt, and I, I had my bad shoulder and I threw that shirt in the shirt like it, it, you got the shirt right in, in that. And uh, it was a, that was a, a throw. My, my, my shoulder, I didn't think I was going to make with that. But I remember you, you I that learned when I saw like, oh, my God, I can't even and I, that I can't even imagine having to even live through that and that's why it's just tough that that part and leaving right and it's like because it's a it's just over it's over and that's all that there it's a tough thing and it, it's so fragile and it could be it's gone like that with that you know and it, it's tough with that but that's why it's hard to dis, dis disconnect the to differentiate the energy that we have whether you want to call it our soul our energy whatever that is and 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 you know, and then when that's over and then, you know, I'll tell you what, though, I'm going to be fucking pissed if this is a goddamn video game and it's just a bunch of aliens playing like a really, really advanced video game where we're like kind of in control, too, but they're in control of the other things. Oh, I'm going to be fucking mad at whoever's playing me. I'm going to shell shock them up in fucking alien world at the, when the time comes. I get mad when I hear the simulations. I don't want to ever like I'll go fuck that. There better be more to like, because the emotions we feel and the energy and the, I go, this is a fucking, it's very possible this is just a really advanced game that they're playing. They're a way more advanced civilization. And it's like us creating video games. And then I'm like, I think about that. I go, these fucking aliens are up there playing us all in the fucking game. And then they, we're up, we're creating fucking games. We're creating games with the game. It's just a fucking, and eventually the games that we're creating with the AI is going to be fucking controlling everything. It's like, what the fuck is going on around here? Makes you just want to go do a bunch of DMT and smoke a bunch of weed and and hang out on the Joe Rogan show with him and Joey Diaz and just fucking get lit. Because holy hell. But it's, it's, uh, yeah. I've given up ever trying to understand it. I don't want to, I just want to be happy, live life as much as well as possible. And uh, like when my time comes, it goes. And I'll, I'll just, 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 just take me. Just take me. Give me some of that stuff Michael Jackson was fucking popping. Let me fucking go to happy land 
just take me. Just let me give me a little brief buzz period on it, and then then just fucking pull the plug. Let me let me go fucking say hi to the the fucking player who's fucking doing all of this, <laughs> and then let my memory of eating chips live on forever. Fucking forget my entire fucking life of, of accomplishments and, and trying to do good things and just be remembered as the guy that ate fucking ruffles at my kitchen table. Fucking kids these days. That video, I'm going to die. The video will have 100 million views. They'll be the last thing. Nukes go off. This is a fucking some later civilization will find some hard copy. There'll be one thing left on this planet. It'll be me eating ruffles. That'll be the only fucking known thing to, of, of a human existence prior. And, and my legend will live on. Chip guy. No one will know my name. It'll just be Chip guy. That's what, too, wrestling fans, nobody wants to ever give me any credit for doing anything that I've done. They just think that I'm sitting around just on my couch eating chips all day. There's a good portion of fucking marks that think that that is, that is what I do with my days and morning. No, I, yeah, I get up at 4 fucking 15, Marky Mark and, and Karen and Jeffrey, and I just open the fret bag of ruffles, breakfast, lunch, and dinner all fucking day long. I ain't doing shit. Just living off that WWE money, eating ruffles 24-7. Nom, 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 nom. I didn't even fucking buy the chips. They got sent to me from fucking a nice fan in Canada. Sent me a bag of a box of Canadian snacks. They were sitting in my kitchen. There was a lot of candy and I don't eat candy. And I'm like, oh, I'll, maybe I'll do an ASMR and, and see because my YouTube was red hot. So I go, oh, in the fuck, a Canadian bag of ruffles. I haven't had ruffles in, in I can't remember how long. Eat one fucking bag of chips and it's my fucking identity now. I better have got goddamn fucking sponsorship from ruffles at some point. Rub it. I, I need to do something. We've made a decent amount on it with, with YouTube. It's It's been my best performing video. So, but the fact that there's some people that just think that that is, they do it. They do it. All those dirt sheets when they like to fucking to, to talk shit, you know, you know, they, they make sure to throw that, you know, right back, blah, 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 negative, 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 put in the piece of news that they're going to put in negative, negative, negative. Oh yeah. He's just been eating chips the last seven years. Negative, negative, negative. Fucking losers. Snappy like I snapped those ruffles. Thank you, Hurton saying I will kill Goldberg. We will see if he accepts the challenge and, and if we are able to get this done. We will see. I'm going to go on the K100 show today. We'll see what, what, what they talk about. We'll see how it all goes. I'm going to get cleared from my shoulder, hopefully in the, the – the, I don't have a timetable. I'm feeling better and better each day. The rehab, my shoulder is getting more and more stable. My body's getting more jacked because I'm able to lift a little bit more and a little bit more every week as my shoulder is now stable and I'm getting more explosive again. And um, we'll see. I think that match, I'll tell you what I, I believe with Ryback versus Goldberg. It is a built-in storyline that there will be no better storyline than that for, for this last match. All my fans, all his fans, it's my return match. So there's going to be a lot of people that are going to tune in for that alone with my fans to see that have that been suppressed. You guys know I've been suppressed. The numbers are going to be there. All, Goldberg has a massive fan base. His last match, what way is this going to go? And we're going to have all the fucking marks that think it's going to be a huge botch fest or that we're going to kill each other or this and that. And, and they're going to all tune in to see whatever. And, and I know what I am fully capable of. And I believe it will 
I believe whatever card it is on, it will be the most viewed match. And I don't give a fuck what you think about that. I know what I know, and I firmly will stand behind that because of my following, his following, and the people that hate us that will want to see us fail will tune in on it. So, but uh, I have nothing but but love and respect to Bill, and uh, I just think it's you know I I uh, I think that is I'm big on 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 storylines, and and I think that, that there's it's the, the story is there and I've been blessed to get my health back. I wanted the match in WWE. They told me no with that. I leave. They then bring him in. He's now gone. The match is now possible with it. And we, we will see where the pieces fall. Timing is a beautiful thing. And the timing could not be more perfect. Um, and the stars have aligned. Now the social media suppression is coming up that Goldberg video on, on Instagram and TikTok is is doing very well and on twitter too but but tiktok it's starting to really take off i don't know it's up to 400 something thousand views i think in, in not even a not even 12 hours or a day it hasn't been a day yet over 12 hours but it'll be 24 hours later on tonight in like four or five six hours so we're we're that could be up five six seven hundred thousand by by that in a day that that's doing pretty pretty good numbers on, on everything so we'll see where we'll see where everything goes <laughs> you go to the ring, brother. If you don't go to the go to the ring like Stone Cold after your match and have Ruffles chip bash, uh, wait, hold on, where did that go? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we get on the turnbuckle and smash uh, the chip bash. We'll be seriously disappointed. That you'll know I've sold out when I'm doing that. After I get that that Ruffles deal, they throw me the little mini bag of Ruffles and I smash the Ruffles and pop the bags open with the air, pour the Ruffles down my throat, brother. The modern day Stone Cold for food. I've always said it, it, it writes itself with that. That's not, a, I'm not even gonna lie. That's not a bad idea. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be whored out though. I'll have that Ruffles logo on my singlet. I just have, I'll just have sponsorships. I'll be like fucking Brock 2012 with the Jimmy Johns all over his, his fucking trunks. I'll just have Ruffles logos all over my singlet everywhere. Ruffles logo on my boots, everything eating Ruffles after the matches with that and uh we'll, we'll be off to the races brother get pringles and not fucking ruffles that's where the fucking the money is at the ruffles thank you rt yeah yeah if they build up the storyline as you are the only guy avoided his entire career it could go up. Oh, this is beyond easy. And I have nothing to lose with this. And, and I'm coming back. I've wanted the match. It's been, I've been vocal. I'm wanting the match from the beginning of my career ever since anything, you know, and I have nothing. If he chooses, he doesn't want it. I don't look bad in any of this. Then he's afraid to fight me with it. There's no, there's no bad negative. That's going to come. If they, they, they go WWE wants to bring him back and, and give him a guy with no storyline just to give, get a win, whatever over on a new, I don't know. Like what the fuck? Like, it doesn't hurt me one bit with what I'm going to do with it, but I want the match and, and, and I hope that he he would want the match because I haven't heard another motherfucker step up yet. And I've, I've been saying it for years. So 
he needs his last match needs to be with a major promotion on TV at, at a major pay per view with as many people as possible. It doesn't need to be on on some independent tour. Doesn't need to be a four four, four or five night thing. His last match needs to be on on a huge stage at a fucking on a massive stage with that. And there'll be no bigger stage than than, than with me out there with him. And, and it's it is what it is. So, and uh, I'm very competitive and I will bring out the best in him and I have no doubt he'll bring out the best in me. And I believe, I don't think age is a factor. I'm not worried about it. Not for me. I'm, 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 Prime Ryback is fucking act, getting ready to get activated. Goldberg, I think, is, is capable of doing a lot. And uh, and I know how to, 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 to do these things and construct these things and I'm not worried one bit. My, my wrestling brain is not, not gone anywhere with this. And, uh, and it's not like I'm going to be going and not be well, well, well trained and well, like ready. You know, it's not like I'm just going to come off the couch eating ruffles. And, oh, I'll go wrestle Goldberg. It's it's I'm ready. So let's, let's fucking go. Yeah. Right back TV. You retired to eat ruffles for a living. Uh, yeah, the other guys you named, there's no story. It's not the same. You can just put it, you know, it's not the same. Yeah, Mike, there is no losing on this. It's a great match and it, it it's the right match and it, it, it and I'm hopeful and that, that it's going to fall into place and there's plenty of time. It's not happening in the next month or two. This, there's plenty of time with all of this. And uh, what better time than the end of the summer, I think, personally. Good to see all of you. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Thank you very much for the kind words, guys. Thank you guys very much. We, we, Bill has plenty of time. We'll see what happens. And uh, it's ultimately going to be his call. If it was my retirement match, you know, I would want to be able to make the call on that. But like I've said, there's, I think a lot of people are scared. You know, he, he has a, a, I can tell you, I've met Bill. He came up and met me at, in, in New Orleans uh, when he got inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. It was me at my worst. I was very injured and the stem cells were going. I was very hurt and it was my last WrestleCon. That was the last thing I did for many years up until this year with it. But Bill uh, came in to say hello to people and he saw me from across. He was saying hi to someone and it, it was, he came over. We had never met, never had any interactions and he came over and said hello had a nice, nice little encounter, very brief, just shared a few, few nice words. And uh, I congratulated him on going into the hall of fame, but I could tell you that was bill. And I've been around all the, I've been around everybody with, um, from Hulk Hogan, you know, and Cena, I, I've been around the rock and met the rock multiple times and they all have a very powerful aura and energy. Uh, these people, Bill Goldberg ha had the, probably the most powerful energy of anybody. And I, I'm very good at like, feel it would like, he has a very strong presence to him. And, uh, and it was, it was, it was cool. I go, fuck. 
I can, I understand. And cause I have the intensity and, and the different things and, and I'm all about energy and to meet somebody that has, I go, fuck, he has, he has a lot of energy and that, and, uh, it excites me because it makes me want to work even harder with that. And uh, I have nothing but respect. It's not, I'm not, I don't need to shit talk. I don't, there's nothing to shit talk. The dude is had an amazing fucking career and has done things that, you know, he didn't have to go out and have 20 minute matches. He was, he was able to go out there and do things his way and, uh, and, and, and get extremely over doing it. Uh, and so it's, uh, but I, it, I think a lot of people are scared of that. A lot of people are intimidated by that. I'm not never have been with it. And, uh, so we'll see it ultimately is going to be his call and, uh, and there'll have to be a few things that line up to get that done, but, uh, I am optimistic and, and I would like that opportunity. And I think it's, uh, get my social media free. I think it's a win-win for everybody involved. Good to see all of you. I don't Why wasn't I a guest on the bump? I don't, what the fuck is the bump? Welcome to the Ryback Show. Tom, so again, again, people go, I know you're not going to botch him, so he shouldn't judge. He nearly killed Taker. Take, so that's an entirely different situation. I'm, uh, and Taker was at a different point and, and had different, he was a Taker, different injuries and things. I'm very agile and could do a lot of things. I am not worried one bit, guys, on any of that. And conditioning and I, I, is not a factor. I have very high endurance. I always have. I, I don't get blown up in the ring with that. I, and I always breathe through my mouth because I couldn't breathe through my nose. And I, I went my whole WWE career not getting blown up, breathing through my mouth only. I can breathe through my nose now and my condition is even better with it. I am not worried. And I know how Bill, Bill will be more than ready if that ever comes up. And we'll be I'm not people that talk and you guys, you guys are all going to have opinions and shit talk. Fuck each and every single one of you. Nobody gives a fuck about it. We're going to just going to go out and do it. That's part of being successful in living life. And I like challenges and you got to be able to look at like, none of that fucking matters. You guys are going to talk shit about no matter what fucking setup. There's always going to be a portion of people that bitch and complain and whine and moan, no matter what. My there's there's rare once in a lifetime opportunities. You've got a legend who's saying he wants to have a retirement match, and nobody's capitalizing on that. Who was one of the biggest, a huge draw in pro wrestling, and, and at his peak, insanely over multiple times with it, and nobody's going to capitalize on it. It's fucking foolish on it. It is like, and I, I've been saying it for years, and so I'm not. And now I'm healthy to where now I can do it. And then let's go. I'm not, I don't care. I'm not afraid. My return match will be a fucking retirement match. I could put it all on the line. I'm not worried with that. It's pro wrestling. We're going to be okay. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Judgment Day and everything they're doing. I think that group has 
all legitimate superstars now that uh, everybody's coming to their own. I tell you, and when it first started and, and you know, it takes time to, for things to get over. I think Judgment Day is really, it's one of my favorite factions to watch on TV now. Not to say that they weren't, I it just takes time and like their identities. And I, I love that group. I think that has been one of the most successful things WWE has done because they have now, they have all individual stars on that with that, with what they've done. But with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. Uh, I'll have a new feeding time out tomorrow. Uh, I've got to get a workout in here and get ready uh, before I, I do the podcast with, with Conan and Disco. And then I've got to do a lot of rehab after that and go back to the gym and do the sauna later. And uh, it's never ending morning to night with everything. And I wouldn't want it any other way. Uh, and we've had it. I appreciate all of you. Today's already been yesterday and today with my social media being free on a couple of the accounts. Um, and, and, and we've had two of the biggest days we've had on feedmemore.com in a long time. Uh, so I thank all of you guys, which is a big reason why when people see your content, your organic sales go up a lot, right? And uh, it's a very powerful thing. So I thank all of you guys that support the cause. And uh, with that, and today you can save 35% in memory of secret discount code secret 35 secret 35 on all the Ryback merch guys we have really cool merch on there with all the tank tops and the in the and the workout wear the t-shirts and the drinkware accessories and then and the best supplements on the planet the wake up pink lemonade pre-workout is back in stock the shell shocks in stock the big guys in stock our brain feed is on reorder but we've got uh, 12 different supplements on there multiple flavors brain feed will make it 13 when that's back in stock in the coming few weeks or month probably within the month on that over on feedmemore.com. Thank you guys. Once again, we're going to go ahead and throw one more shell shock to that little bitch Ryback TV who makes my name on the thing and this comes into spam. Goodbye for till the end of the show. And uh, I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for the love and support. We'll be back Monday here with the Ryback show. Until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.